Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of NetChats where we talk about all things dysfunctional about being a tween and so much more. But in all seriousness, what this podcast really is, is just a casual chit-chat session with my friends about anything and everything. And on today's episode, it's going to be a little bit different than what my normal episodes are because this is going to be the first episode with just me, myself, and I. And I'm going to talk about some of my reflections on the year 2020 and my resolutions for the year 2021. So here goes. And the reason why I wanted to create this episode was I wanted to reflect on how much growth I've had in the past one year, you know, in terms of goals, my mental health, and what I was going through at the time and comparing it with how I am right now. So as you guys probably would know, um, right now is we're going through our MCO 2.0 and I just wanted to make a comparison of how it was like for the first MCO and for the second MCO. So before we dwell into the second one, let's take a walk down memory lane for MCO 1.0. So at the time, I was very anxious. So this was January of last year. Yeah, I was definitely very anxious um, for a lot of reasons. Um, one of the reasons is because, as you guys might know for now, if you haven't... Okay, yeah, I haven't mentioned it in the previous episode yet, but I graduated unexpectedly six months later than what my initial plan was due to some complications with admin and stuff. So one of my worries at the time was what if I'm not able to graduate in time again? Because, you know, everything was being delayed. Like, even you hear SPM students right now, they're, like, still being delayed and all that. So at the time, I really did not know whether my graduation would be delayed or it's still going on. So there was a lot of uncertainty, and I was very scared that that would happen. So that was definitely one of them. Um, another thing that I was worried about is, what if I send my finals in and like, let's say I did have my finals in online and the system just crashes and burn and then nothing got into the system. So yeah, you know, technology is a scary thing, you know, like on one hand, you can say, yeah, I sent it in and then what if they didn't get it? So yeah, at the same time, it's just my head just thinking and spiraling a lot, I would say. And the last worry that I had at the time was what if I wasn't able to find a job? So at the time, I was still part-timing with my previous company that I interned for in late 2019. And it was really nice of them to like still allow me to work part-time with them while I finished my studies. And initial plan was to like work with them full-time after I graduated. But I totally understand that at the time, there wasn't a vacancy yet. So I had to look out for other options. So... That was kind of the reason why I was very anxious about finding a job because it's like, I'm a very big planner. So to have my plan kind of diverted into a different situation was, it, it took a toll on me, not gonna lie. It took a toll on me. But um, I managed to find a job in time. Um, even right before my finals ended, I already signed the offer letter and everything. So I was very, very lucky to be able to find a job in the middle of a pandemic this bad. So yeah, that was something that I was quite grateful about. And although I had a lot of anxious thoughts during the first MCO, I think some of the remedies that really helped me was journaling a lot more. So 
I've been journaling for a good, man, this is a long time. Um, I want to say since I was 20, since 29, no, 2010 or 2009. So at the time, man, my maths is so bad. <laughs> at the time, I was probably like standard four, five, or six around there, late primary for sure. And at the time, I never thought journaling was, you know, something good for my mental health because at the time, I don't struggle with anything like anxiety or whatever. Um, so at the time, it was just doing it because I saw movies, like they always write their diaries. And, you know, for all you girls or guys out there who read books like Dear Dumb Diary or Diary of a Wimpy Kid, so I feel like that's where my inspiration and my idea of writing diaries have come about, just from taking in from the media and all that stuff. So I never really thought of it much. It was just my escape and recording of my life events, I would say. So yeah, I continued writing my diaries throughout the years. And it's very interesting because I can always reflect back whenever I want to. I think by now I have like, six notebooks filled to the brim. It was very interesting to read back and to kind of reflect how I used to react to a certain situation compared to how I was now. And also like when you were a lot younger, especially when you're late primary or whatever, sometimes you forget certain life events and by reading back my diaries at least, it's nice to kind of relieve those good memories and sometimes bad. But yeah, it's just interesting to look at it from a, at that age, you know, point of view. So yeah, I think that was really what helped me a lot also as a remedy. I journaled a lot more. I think previous years, I used to see journaling as an obligation in a way. I would think like, okay, my resolution would literally be to journal more. And it's not because to better my mental health. It was to make sure that I could record everything. But I think compared to last year's state of mind, I was journaling a lot more in terms of trying to get all my thoughts in line. Because whenever I'm spiraling, I can't see how much I actually need to worry about or how much that's actually worth, you know, worrying about. Because a lot of times, like 9 out of 10 times, what you're worrying about isn't worth your time worrying about. It's just your head just spiraling again and again. And sometimes it's good to get things on paper. I know everyone does journaling very differently. I have friends who journal on their phones, on a private blog or whatever, but whatever works. For me, I like the satisfaction of using a pen and writing down on physical pages. Ultimately, it just helps for me. And I really find it very satisfying to... <laughs> I don't know if this this is a super weird thing, but I like when you finish writing a post or whatever, like pressing the pages that I've written and to see how thick it is. It's like, I don't know, it's a sense of accomplishment that I wrote that much. So yeah, journaling is one. Um, a second remedy would be cleaning my room a lot more. So last year, I, I definitely did a lot of spring cleaning. Um, I cleared my wardrobe a lot. I change my bed sheet every week. I don't know how I I didn't used to do that. I know that might be very gross. Um, maybe every two weeks or three weeks I would change, but now I change every week, which I should. Um, because I, for some reason, my room just gets so dusty so fast. I don't even know how. But yeah, like cleaning my room helps. Like I think it's something about that satisfaction of seeing everything so neat and tidy that it ultimately translates to your mind being more neat and tidy too. 
yeah, so definitely something to think about if you're ever feeling like you're not accomplishing everything. Doing this small task, like even making your bed every day is so important that it really sets the tone for the rest of the days. Yeah, so another remedy that I did was to work out three to four times a week. And last time, I think I've kind of talked about this before, um, but I used to work out because I wanted to look a certain way. And now I try to change my con- my concept of that. You know, I worked out because I wanted to feel a lot lighter internally. And I feel like that really helped. That really, really helped. So for me, I did a lot of HIIT workouts. Um, shout out Chloe Ting. Mm-hmm. She was my quarantine go-to workout uh, YouTuber. And it was really nice because I never really thought of working out like that at home. But I think MCO really gave me a lot of time to um, figure out new ways on trying to be healthy. Because at the time, I'm not sure if you guys remember this, but MCO 1.0, we couldn't step out of our house at all, not even outside our gate, unlike right now. So we have to find ways to really get exercise in without going out of the house. So that's something that I did and I really enjoyed it. I did three times a week. I tried to do it four times a week, like one or two weeks, and I completely failed on that. But I'm not going to discredit my efforts. So I am still proud that I managed to carry on that um, routine even after MCO has lifted. Maybe not three times a week, but once to twice a week, I'm not mad at my efforts at all. And I think the last remedy that I did was making sure that I set realistic goals in terms of finding a job and not just constantly spiraling aimlessly. So I think for me, um, I'm since I'm a real big planner, I have to really set goals in order to kind of keep my mind in track. So I would tell myself, okay, you're going to send out like this amount of CVs or like you're going to look for this amount of jobs and after that, you need to stop. And this is something that my boyfriend actually um, recommended to me and it has really helped because it made me do things in a lot more efficient manner compared to just aimlessly looking for a job 24-7 and not being happy with my efforts because I wasn't setting a goal. So that was something definitely it helped me in the end. I think it it helps different people in different ways when it comes to finding a job. Um, some people, you know, they find it great if they just send out a million and one CVs, but I don't think it's the most efficient way to do so. So, you know, if you're thinking of looking for a job as a fresh graduate this year or whatever, I think it's a good way to go about it. Yeah. And in terms of a resolution that I'm most proud of that I've accomplished last year would be stop beating myself so much. Um, and learn to celebrate my mini successes, whether it's changing my habits like cleaning my room, working out, talking to people who matter like my friends. Yeah, I think those aspects are really helpful. And sometimes we just got to realize it's the little things that matter and everything will fall into place eventually. But in the meantime, you have to learn to not be yourself up so much because I don't think we realize how much we've achieved because a lot of times we're just always hustling and striving for what's to come, that we forget to take a step back and to really pat yourself on the shoulder and be like, you know what, you fucking did that and I'm proud of you. Because if you're not going to do that, 
no one else will. So it's just something to be more wary about because a lot of times I think, you know, I, I make this kind of mistake all the time. I think over the past few years, like after high school, I just straight went to college. I never took a break. Even during my semester breaks, like end of the year ones, when I have like a month and a half, I don't just slack. I do something about it. I've worked part-time, you know, I started working part-time when I was 18. Yeah, 18. So I was in foundation year. I started working part-time and then every year after that, I worked part-time or I interned somewhere. So... I was always on the go and I had that hustle mentality. So it was nice to kind of take a step back and to really tell myself, you know what, you've come a long way and I'm proud of you. As for MCO 2.0, I feel like I'm a lot less anxious because right now I am officially graduated from my degree, which is great. And it's so nice to always remind myself that because those few years, they be tough okay let me just tell you they be tough but um having a job right now also is a big weight that's lifted off my shoulders for sure and not only just getting a job but like getting a job that I really enjoy doing and I find whenever I do something it's off purpose and it contributes to my growth as my career and stuff like that I think was very nice to feel for once and I think another thing is that I already have a routine. So this time around, because it's MCO 2.0, we all kind of have a set schedule that we used to make in MCO 1.0. And that's something that I've been incorporating to my routine nowadays. So working out more consistently, making my bed, cleaning my room once a week. It's the same, um, what's that word? It's the same type of schedule that I've made for myself in uh, the first round. And I feel like since it really helped me, I'm I'm going to continue it. So that's something that really worked for me. And finding time to call my friends is another. So I try to make time to call my friends. I call my boyfriend every night um, just to like catch up with his day and stuff. But I also think it's very important to find time and call your own friends because you never know what they're being going through too. And it's like a win-win situation. Like you can hear them out. They can hear you out. And it's so crazy to think this because I feel like ever since MCO, it has made me gone closer to a lot of friends that I never thought I would be as close as I am right now with them. So that was definitely very interesting to know. And also, ever since I started this podcast and doing recordings, like I've learned a lot more about them on a deeper level and it's things that I never thought I would know in the best way possible. So yeah, that's something good that came out of it that I never realised. And I think the last thing is to keep myself busy. And one of the things that I've been keeping myself busy with is this podcast, um, which I've been really enjoying. And actually never thought I'd be doing something like this a year ago. Um, I really hope that, you know, I could continue this momentum until I don't know when. But for now, I'm really enjoying what I'm doing. And I hope that I can continue it as long as I find fit. And yeah, and in terms of... My 2021 resolutions, which is for this year, um, I think something that I want to work on is trying to be more present and not to worry too much on what's to come. So, not sure if you guys can grasp this already by now, but I am quite the control freak in terms like I need to plan my life to the dot. Like, it was before this MCO, right? Whenever I need to go out with friends, I would plan a month ahead or something. So, yeah, I think 
that's just a one example. But if you can tell from me graduating like six months after my initial graduation date, that took a big toll on me. And I know I'm still very young, okay? <laughs> I know. I know a lot of my friends also are, like, are still in the midst of like, finishing their degree and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think for me, I was just putting a lot of unnecessary pressure on myself to constantly be on par or like be faster than everyone, which is a very toxic mentality to have because everyone is on their own timeline and everyone's on their own path. And it's just something that I'm trying to work on right now to be more present. Also, like when I'm having, I mean, right now I can't meet my friends, but if I ever am able to meet my friends again, to really cherish and be present. I don't know. I feel like I could improve in that aspect in some way. But I'll keep you guys posted regardless of this. Um, I'm not a perfect person. And obviously, sometimes these resolutions don't always are able to achieve. But as long as I'm striving towards something, I think that says a lot already on its own. And I think that's, that's all that matters. As long as you're working towards something, it could be something small, something big. As long as you're working towards something, you are doing a great job. And I think everyone should hear that and should know that. And with that, I guess we can conclude this episode of me just talking about this one year of my life. Um, I'm not sure if this can help anyone, but I hope it does in some way or form. And yeah, I'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Bye!